Hey, welcome to Solo Q, the gaming podcast where you listen to me talk about my opinions with no wrong opinions getting in the way. I'm Angers, and let's get to our first story. It seems EVE Online has gone free to play. With a few hiccups with the login server and the enforcing two-factor authentication on their users, there's also some backlash with the new Aura Voice and the character sheet, which is kind of obnoxious, you know. But overall, I think the free-to-play aspect is is receiving a positive reception. You've got a lot of users in Reddit that are making posts and trying to help out new bros. Because you know what? All of us, if you're a player of a game and you're a fan of a game, everybody wants new players to be playing. That You want new people coming in. You need new blood circulating in as old blood comes out. And you want them to stick around. The more people you get to stick around, the more people you add to your fleets, the more destruction you can cause, the more fun everybody has. You don't want any of these people coming in and having a bad experience. And that's what I think is going on over here in Reddit, even though there's a lot of, of hate for some of the updates that CCP has, has done. I, in fact, I actually went back in-game, resubbed, just because I wanted to see all the changes and I wanted to see how much the influx of new players would would affect the game. And I got into my capital ship and realized that it was completely different now and it wasn't... I couldn't even use it anymore. It wasn't useful to me. Um, I had still been training fighters for my carrier and now... The only thing that you can use in a carrier is fighters. And uh, what I was using it for was uh, sentries. And now you can't even fit sentries in there. It used to be the only ship that could um, field up to 10 drones. And now there are no ships that can field up to 10 drones. So I'm a little disappointed in that. So I'm selling my carrier. And... I guess I'll be in subcapitals for a while yet until I can, uh, well, until I have a use for a dreadnought because I, I, not being in an alliance right now, I have no use for a dread. So subcaps, and I, you know, I'm not even sure what I'm gonna do in Eve right now. Uh, I, I resubbed and I'm kind of looking at it, and uh, and I don't want a mission, and I don't have the time to get into an alliance so that I can get involved in PvP again like I used to. So, I don't know. I think EVE has a little bit more to do to make the game more accessible and not accessible, anybody can play, but make the content more accessible. I can't jump in EVE real quick if I have an hour to kill. I can't jump in EVE and just play right? I've got to get into a fleet or I've got to go pick up a couple missions and, and, and doing two missions is easily going to take an hour. Or if I get into a fleet, I'm easily going to be in there for half a day, you know. There's just not much that I can hop in and do in an hour before work. So that makes me just not log into EVE at all. And it means... If I'm going to log into EVE at all, it's going to be on a weekend. And if I haven't had, if I can't quickly and easily jump in 
and grind out a little bit of isk in in an, in a spare hour that I have, I'm not going to have any isk. I'm not going to have any money. I won't be able to buy what I need to fund PvP adventures or any kind of anything on a weekend when I've got time, right? So, you know, I'm either stuck in small class ships, which are fun in their own, but solo PvP is so stressful I had to stop at one point. Because I don't like to lose. I want to win. And every time I get into one of those solo battles, I have got to win. And so I just stress myself out trying to do it, you know, trying to watch everything. You know, I was getting better at it, but it, I was also losing a lot of ships and then not being able to replace them because no isk. So I guess if I have a little bit more money than time, I can plex it. But I think it's a big hurdle that Eve needs to get over is allowing people that work and have, you know, a job for a living, they can jump in and, and do a, a couple of missions in an hour. This isn't a problem a lot of MMOs have. Like, if I hopped into WoW right now, not right now would be terrible, but I could go do a couple of quests in an hour. It wouldn't be a big deal. You can do some a couple of dailies and you're you're good to go. So, you know, and I don't, I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think that a game like uh, a MOBA, like a League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm, Dota, proves that people don't mind PvP. They don't mind combat. They like fair combat, though, I think. And it's generally fair in League of Legends, right? You grind for 20 minutes and then team fights start happening. So if you didn't grind as well, you're going to be you're going to be short, you know? You're going to be less powerful than them, but at least it's generally fair. You've got 5 versus 5. You don't have uh 100 versus 20 like you might in Eve. So I don't think that people are risk averse in general when you're gaming. I think you want to to other than the small percentage of of Care Bears that really don't want anything to do with PvP. I think that people, when they play games, do want to do the combat game mechanics. They do want to fight each other. It's it's fun. And 100 million people playing League of Legends proves that. So, anyway, on to our next topic. We've got Bethesda Studios... I got to check if it was the publisher or, or the uh, the game studio, but Bethesda has said that they have two mystery projects, two big open world mystery projects in the works, and they're not ready to tell us what they are, but as opposed to previous um, releases from Bethesda or lack thereof, they're actually telling us something. They have two big projects and it sounds like they're new ips or or existing ips that they haven't made games out of before that's what it sounds like um because they do have another game in the works that they've um admitted to they've they have elder scrolls 6 is in the works and the two mystery games open world big mystery games have nothing to do with elder scrolls they've said so is it another fallout? You know, maybe, but 
I think if it was, they would have said so. What could it be? I don't know. Are they going to do a, a Rage? Another, you know, a Rage sequel? They could. They own that. Um, could we be seeing another MMO from them? No, I don't think so. They didn't mention Zenimax Online, which would be their, their um, online wing. I think we're going to see either... I think... You know what I bet it is? I think we're going to see a brand new IP from scratch, and I think we're going to see a licensed IP. We're going to see two. So what those are going to be, what I would like them to be, I would love to see Serenity. I want to see a Firefly open world like... And and they said too, it's you know in the in the vein of a Bethesda, a Bethesda single player game. So if we were to get something, it's going to be very Skyrim like, very Fallout like. So could you imagine a Serenity game? Oh, so good. There's that's pretty much. I think that's the only thing that I want in gaming especially from a Bethesda studio, like, that would be perfect. That is how you do, that's how you would do Firefly, I think. And, you know, what are the chances we're going to see that? Meh, probably slim to none. But, you know, we could also be seeing some some Marvel stuff coming. Who knows? We have no idea. We never know what Bethesda's up to. And as far as open-world RPGs go... They pretty much do it the best, and I would love to see them do better than they did with Skyrim. I love Skyrim, but I, it's dumbed down from what they've previously done, so I hope they're not continuing the, the dumbed-down trend, and I hope they're moving on and, and maybe bringing back some of the older mechanics that they had to strip out of Skyrim. Because maybe they've learned how to streamline it. Maybe they've learned how to put it in there and balance it. So next up, we've got the Overwatch League. This is Blizzard's attempt to really make a dent in esports. They said when Overwatch came out that they wanted it to be an esport. They wanted it to be the next big esport. And it... It made a splash. It definitely made a splash. It, like the, the the release of Overwatch killed games back in May. It it destroyed some games. So as it's gone on to uh, Twitch stream and league play, we've seen it kind of reach its peak, and then. It's kind of level. It comes back. It came back down a bit and has leveled off. So right now, it's it's still a popular game, a popular streaming game on Twitch, but it doesn't touch your. It doesn't touch League of Legends, and it doesn't touch Counter Strike. It doesn't even touch Hearthstone. It's sitting, you know, it sits around 30,000 to 40,000 viewers, some dips into the 20s. And I think that they want to make that, I think they want to 
go for it. I, I don't know if the game has enough traction right now, but I think the Overwatch League could be the play. I think it could be the play. The, the idea here is that they want to create the NFL of esports. And you could say that League of Legends kind of already is. I mean, the, the, they get a lot of viewers. Not Super Bowl viewers, but they get a lot of viewers. There's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of stuff going on in the esports community with League. However, what they don't have is this league setup. They don't have teams. You know, they have teams, but it's different. It's it's these sponsored, you know, like... I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I am saying is that you don't you don't have the NBA. You don't have a team in every city. You know, you don't have this to to rally behind. You've got okay, we've got these North America teams. We've got a couple of them out there. We've got NRG and shit, who else is from North America? I don't know. We never win. Oh, you know, the the big ones. Fuck. Ah, Envy. Got Envious. These are North American teams, but as a North American, like, do we just all rally around our North American teams? We've got a couple of them, you know? Which one do I pick? Do I pick NRG? Do I pick um, Envious? Do I pick somebody else? This is a thing that sports has had forever is, well, generally speaking, you rally around your state or your city. And, and you have a team nearby that you can relate to. You have a place to go to see them. And that is what they're going to bring. This is what they're doing. They are taking people who, um, through, this, through playing the competitive mode on Overwatch, if they get high enough, if they earn enough competitive points or whatever we're doing, skill rating, um, they're going to send them an invite. That invite is going to get them a chance to compete in a series of tests to see if they're good enough to play on it, to, to, to play on a team to represent their area. And what's going to happen is if the num- the people that pass this test are going to be put on a team, they're going to be offered a contract, sign the contract, and you're going to receive a, a salary, and you're going to get a spot on the team. And then for that season, you're going to play for that team. And it's going to be just like the NFL, just like the NBA, just like Baseball, hopefully not like baseball. Baseball is boring. And I love baseball. And that is huge. There's tons of kids out there. Tons of people that would love to just play video games for a living. I don't know how much it's going to be. Hopefully it would be enough that you could just make a living off of it. As long as you're on that team. Because while 
while you're on a team like that, you can't do anything else. You need to devote those eight hours that you might have been at work. You need to devote those eight hours to playing Overwatch and getting better and learning your, your position and gelling with your team. So hopefully it's enough to be able to do that. And then hopefully, and this is the part that's going to be the hardest, is hopefully there's enough viewers to support this kind of thing. Because esports needs this. Esports needs to become mainstream. But here's the problem. Because I love I love all the whole idea of it. Love Overwatch, love the whole idea. Here's the problem. League of Legends is easier to follow. Third person and top-down games are easier for spectators to follow. It's just easier. And there's a map and they the camera operators can just bounce to wherever they need to be. Overwatch isn't like that. Overwatch is different. And it has a lot of hurdles to to get over to make it viewable. And so I as a player, I can watch it and I can totally understand what's going on. But as a spectator that doesn't play, it's a lot harder. It's a lot more difficult and you have to bring in people that don't understand the game necessarily and that can just watch and not play. And that's what we're having they're having a lot of or I think that they're having a lot of difficulty with with a first person game. And it's it's funny because Counter-Strike doesn't I mean they have this problem but they don't really have this problem because they still have a ton of people watching as a first person game, but it's slower. Counter-Strike is a lot slower. These guys are walking, they're they're hiding behind corners, they're peeking corners. They're waiting for somebody to pop in view. In fact, I sad to say, but I really don't like Counter-Strike. The mechanics of it are strange. When they it doesn't even look like there's somebody on screen when they've fired and they've killed them and it's going, what how that looked like a miss, you know? I don't know what the deal is there. It's maybe it's because I don't play enough. Could be. But Overwatch is fast paced. There's a lot of colors, there's a lot of effects going on. The third person camera views in gaming, just in general, suffer from lag. It's hard to tell what's happened. There's clipping involved, so your eye follows. Like, if the clipping happens, your eye follows a little bit even after the clipping. So you see things go through each other that didn't. It's easier to separate that when you're actually playing, sitting there first person and playing. But when you're just watching, if you're watching third person, you'll see this even more strongly. You don't get to see, if, uh, if I'm watching NFL and I watch somebody tackle somebody, there's no clipping. That person hits that person and the physics takes over and it's over. You know, like there is a kinetic hit and they both go in one direction. If things collide third person in a video game, you won't see it right away. Like it'll take time. Just that split second, but that's enough to make it a little bit confusing. And not only that, with all the effects going off in in Overwatch, that covers up a lot of the action. You can't see what's happening. 
So they're going to have that to struggle with. But if they can, in the next year, let's say, because League of Legends and Counter-Strike didn't get this popular overnight, if, if Overwatch in the next year can match Hearthstone, League of Legends, and Counter-Strike and Dota 2, if it can get up there in viewers on Twitch, then that proves that it's easy to watch, that, that they're getting better at being watchable. So, I mean, I'm going to play a little bit. I'm going to try and, and get myself back up to where I might be able to, to try out for a team. Just for shits and giggles, man. Just for fun. Because I have no uh, illusions that I'm that good at this game. I, I don't think so at all. In fact, I, I probably need to let go of my ego a little bit and stop playing uh, McCree and Widowmaker. And I don't... Maybe my Twitch skills aren't what they used to be, right? So maybe I need to just stop doing that and play a little bit of Reinhardt and, you know, tank rolls and healer rolls. I, I think that's what I need to do. It's hard, though, because even when, I, when I'm doing that, I'm seeing my DPS players, like, miss shots that I know I could have made. But I'm not as good as an IDD QD. So... How could I even think to compete at that level with them? I don't know. What do you think? Are you playing Overwatch? And are you going to try to be uh, join the Overwatch? Are you going to try to join the Overwatch League? Let me know. This has been Angers, the Solo Q podcast. <laughs>